You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, at this time, let's go behind enemy lines and bring in our guests. And Matt, I don't want to butcher your last name. Matt Mikolas? Nicholas, just like Nicholas with an M, yeah. What happened to Nicholas? Nickname, man? Damn it! I knew it was easier than I was making it. <laughs> What's Not, what happened to the nickname, dude? Slickhawk. Slickhawk, it's still there. I'm still Slickhawk okay. uh, and all that. Well, I was everything. searching for you on social media, and I'm like, what the, <laughs> I was like, what the hell is his real name? I, know, I, I go by an adult name now. I feel like it's more, <laughs> uh, you know, more grown up of me. I'm 38 years old. There's actually, I don't know if you okay. can see here on the. On the on the cast here, but there's some gray in my beard now. I did. I I, I took my shirt off to take a shower the other day. I noticed like three gray chest hairs. So so uh, yeah. So my my Twitter handle is at Matt Nicholas now instead of the okay. the Slickhawk twelve that I was for so many years. Yeah, and I and I only knew you as Slickhawk. I know when I worked up in uh, Seattle, <laughs> you know. So that's how we have that connection, and that's why. Uh, and you so let me give big let me give you some some backstory. Because I want you want you to know, Matt, you are our number one choice in our heart. But I want to tell you, uh-huh. two three weeks ago, when the Cardinals played the Seahawks, or four weeks ago, what it is now, uh, what makes it easy to find guests for this behind enemy lines episode is we reach out to our sister podcast or brother podcast for whatever team. Sure. So we reached out to the fo- the three folks that do the Seahawk one three weeks ago, four weeks mm-hmm. ago. They no sold us. They didn't reply. And when they did reply, they're like, we're too busy. Wow. We, got, we got the Mariners and the playoffs. Blah, blah, blah. There was a lot going on up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was so busy. So busy. <laughs> so we get to the episode and, and we don't. It was the only episode we've not had a guest this year. Oh. Right. And so as we were talking, Gunnar was like, man, I should have reached out. I know some people up in Seattle still. I, I can maybe find us a person. And I said, Okay, well, when we get to that next game, let, let's see where we go. So we do a courtesy here. We reach out to that show again this week. Sent two emails, no reply. So I think the rivalry between the Seahawks and the Cardinals has now <laughs> expanded between podcasts. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just I'm just glad that you are a decent Seahawks fan and and willing to take us up on on the offer to join the show and and we don't, appreciate don't give me too you much lot. credit. I call me decent now. I mean, <laughs> Gunner knows better than that. But no, no, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, look, it's so. It's so too- but that's what I wanted to say was yeah. Gunner then steps in like the hero he is and says, "I got ties in Seattle." Uh-huh. I got my guy Slickhawk, and then we went down this rabbit hole of trying to find you uh, <laughs> yeah. because because your Twitter handle had changed. So right. I'm glad we connected, glad we could get you on the show. Yeah. Um, first things first, I mean, yeah, it's so weird to be saying this. First things first, let's dive into the star of the team, Geno Smith. I know. Uh, 
it's weird here too <laughs> it's unex i can't explain it uh nobody saw it coming other than pete carroll and i say maybe john schneider i don't even think john schneider saw this coming when it comes to what, what geno smith is doing i mean you 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 think go around the pundit the shows right they're talking about MVP candidate Geno yeah. Smith. Right? What about the what about the bullet you guys dodged by trading Russ Wilson now and the dumpster fire in Denver, right? They give him all that money, and yeah. you've got Geno on probably well, I haven't looked at his contract, but I'm just gonna assume the most friendly contract in the NFL oh, sure. for any starting quarterback. Yeah. Uh and and he's performing at a at a top, you know, five level in the NFL. He was the he just named yesterday. Offensive player of the month for October yeah. in the he's on, NFL. He's on a, that's right. He's on a he's on a one year three point five million dollar contract with the oh, Seahawks. Yeah. So Gino Gino Smith was out there like he was out there deep 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 into free agency. They didn't sign him till like late spring. And but it, it's funny because I mean Pete Carroll made it known. Hey, we want to bring this guy back. Like he said it multiple times. Gino Smith. He's going to be in the mix. We're going to get something done. So like if anybody wanted to. To get him, he could have been had. Yeah. Uh, but he comes. But he comes back to Seattle, and and you see what's happening. I, like I said, I can't explain it. Um. You know, I was somebody who. Look, did I you was want? All, let, wait, let's get the opinion. Did you yeah. want Drew? Did you want Drew Locke to start or Geno Smith? Oh, I, I didn't care at that point just because <laughs> I didn't. I expected this to be a five-win football team at best. Um. You know, I was and somebody. They are who, five I, wins. I, well, yeah, so hopefully, I mean, <laughs> great, got the over. Uh, yeah. No, I, I wanted them to spend the $50 million a year to, to sign Russell Wilson. You know, I was that guy. And so, because I just have the firm belief that if you have a franchise quarterback, you don't let that go for anything. Yeah. Now, the struggles Russell Wilson is having, you know, obviously new offense, new everything, is not the best team around him. I don't think he would be having those, you know, struggles to that magnitude. Um, if he was still here versus in Denver, but it's got to be part Seattle knows how to use Russ and yeah, Denver yeah. hasn't figured it out. Right. Yeah, exactly. But I, I also don't think he'd be having this, the success that Geno Smith is having right now either. Well, he didn't, he didn't so last weird, year, which it, is it, so weird. Yeah, and they were sub, they were kind of subpar last year with, yeah. with Russ. No, no, definitely were. And, you know, Shane Waldron's offense, you know, we you saw it sputter and, and stall out so many times last year. And I think we're seeing that, you know, some of we all knew kind of some of Russell's limitations and some of it's just his own doing. And, you know, he's only going to allow himself to be coached up so far. I mean, he's got his own quarterbacks coach uh, that is down there with him. So in, in Denver that he, he brought from up here, Jake Heaps. Um, so instead of working with a team quarterback coach, he's got his own, you know, it's just that's just how he rolls so um yeah they're uh, the offense is is working the way it's supposed to work you, and it's it's simple enough getting the ball to the right guy at the right time i mean that's and ask any quarterback what their job is and that's what it is and geno smith he's just running the offense being the point guard that Pete carroll wants and running the shane waldron offense to um to perfection really uh you kind of alluded to it but let's let's talk team chemistry i, yeah. I mean I, I think lockett brought it up i want to say it was a quote last week that i saw where he said something along the lines it's just a bunch of guys playing together mm -hmm. it kind of seemed like a dig at russell wilson uh but but how much is this i mean when you when you look at talent, I mean they have talent, right? You got Lockett, you got DK, you've got Walk Ken Walker, you got a bunch of guys that are that are studs, and and defensively you've got some studs too. We'll talk about them in a minute. But 
how much is this just like all guys feeding into what the coaches are saying and playing good team football? Uh, the quote was, it's amazing what you can do when, you know, nobody, no one person is, is trying to take the credit. And, there you, it, go. you know, a lot of people <laughs> took it as a shot at, at Wilson. Um, it wasn't a shot at Wilson. That's just not who Tyler Lockett is. In fact, he came okay. out and criticized everybody who was saying that it was a shot at Wilson. I mean, uh, Russell we Wilson. Want the guys, lights, baby. I we know, want the I know. Okay? It's, it's more, it's delicious, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, my wife, my wife last night, she's out there watching like the finale of whatever season this is of Real Housewives of whichever <laughs> city is going on or whatever. Me, and, and this is funny, I was talking with her, you know, we all have something, right? Like I say, everybody's got their wrestling. Okay, that's her wrestling. But for a lot of us, right? Oh, the don't drama don't get me started, way. brother. Don't get <laughs> me started on some pro wrestling. What, what you gonna do? Uh, yeah. So we all got our thing, but but because we all like in one one level or another, we like the drama. Um, yeah. I don't think. Look, when it comes to the drama surrounding Russell and everything like that, like his former teammates. The, the former teammates that were in that the LOB era, the ones who experienced the the loss down there um, in your stadium um, during the Super Bowl 49 and everything that like those are the ones those are the people that have that animosity. The teammates that he left now, you know, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett and those guys, they, they love him. You know, they love Russell Wilson. So as far as team chemistry now, I mean, look. Russell Wilson is a rock star quarterback. I mean, there's no question about that. He's he's turned himself into that. People up here love to blame Sierra for that, but you know, I look at it like he he this is who he always wanted to be, you know, and and he wanted he wanted the entourage and he wanted to you know have a brand that's that's you know multifaceted and, and brings in all this money. He wants an empire. That's who he wants to be. So it's just that's just Russell Wilson. But when it comes to locker room chemistry, when that's all fine when you're winning, right? In the locker room and everybody's going to be cool with that. But when you're losing and you see your quarterback in commercial after commercial after commercial and he's not necessarily the most chummy guy with his his teammates anyway necessarily, yeah, the chemistry is going to be an issue. So you don't get that now. And so what the comments alluded to, whether Tyler Lockett's intention was uh, for them to be or not, is that, yeah, everybody is very harmonious now, and maybe that wasn't the case before. Uh, speaking of that, you made me think of Baker Mayfield and, and all the commercials he was in, right, and how that yeah. er- erupted. So uh, Great commercials, I think- though. I mean, I love, I love the <laughs> Baker commercials. <laughs> You know, they were changed, probably some of the changed, some of the better ones. I look at yard sales. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it made me want to live in a stadium, right? Like when he was yeah. in the ones where. <laughs> uh, speaking about players of the month, I mean Seattle just claiming all the awards for October. Let's mm-hmm. talk about the rookies' impact on this yeah. team. Uh, hit you know this year this year's draft class just crushing. Sure. Kenneth Walker, we mentioned briefly a minute ago at running back, he is carrying fantasy teams <laughs> across the the country here and then uh defensively uh Tariq Woolen is it mm-hmm. Woolen right yeah Tariq yeah yeah. Woolen, yeah the corner I, I mean he's had great impact I know he started a little shaky at the beginning but he's really settled in uh, as a corner we were talking about him a few weeks ago and and you know the last few weeks I mean this last month of course he was now named rookie of the of the month for uh defensively for mm-hmm. for the NFC so talk about the impact they've made 
Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, this team, this franchise, you think about the Seahawks and perennial contenders and always going to the playoffs and everything. You got to realize this is a team that's won one playoff game since uh, I think it's 2016. Won one playoff game. And, you know, it's a team that was on the decline year after year after year. A lot of people debate, you know, is it Russell Wilson? Is it Pete Carroll? This and that. The biggest issue with the Seahawks franchise is how horribly John Schneider and Pete Carroll have drafted in the last decade. Like after that 2012 draft that brought Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner and, and guys like that, um, Bruce Irvin, I think, was uh, in, in that draft as well. Um, or maybe the one before, but we got Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, all those guys. Ever since then horrible horrible drafting um wasting a first round pick after first round pick after first round pick chase after guys like um you know rashad penny and using their top pick on um lj collier in the first round um and malik mcdowell graded back like four times to take malik mcdowell high in the second round he, he never played it down for that team so um pete carroll and john schneider got back to the formula that got them their Super Bowl team in the first place, which is drafting guys, pro-ready guys, um, you know, juniors, seniors in, in college who have been there and then can step in uh, into multiple roles and and that can kind of fit in these sort of niche slots that Pete Carroll has, you know, on defense. He, we all know he likes his big corners. Well, you got a 6-3, guy in Tariq Woolen. He only's got the measurables, and, and Pete Carroll – um, say what you want to about him and his philosophy on football. He at at, at his heart, he's a defensive coach and a, a defensive backs coach, and he can coach up a guy if you give him somebody with tools like that. So that that's what happens with Tariq Wool in there. You know, Ken Walker. You know, some people criticize the pick. I thought it was a great pick at the time, uh, just because you can't count on Rashad Penny to be healthy. Um, you know, Boye Mafe is a second round. Um, edge rusher that they got out of out of minnesota he's having a, a nice rookie season as well so you just look up and down the you know their draft board from this last year here in 2022 and you just see guys who, who can be contributors and are contributing right now so it's just a stark difference from what you saw in the last nine ten years and that that's all the difference right now um how much is Gino's success fall also on the shoulders of the kind of two staples on the outside with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. I feel like those guys, the talent that they have, I mean, I, I thought for sure when I always kind of use fantasy as a reference for, for good or bad, but I think everyone going to this year was like, man, these guys are going to suck this year and they're not going to be able they, they were carried by Russell Wilson. Again, I don't want to get too deep into Russell Wilson here, but as this season's gone on, I mean, Tyler Lockett, dude, I dropped him in a league after week one because I thought, Ooh. I know, I know, I know it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous, but I really just think about it. I got him. Russell Wilson was being picked in fantasy drafts like in the seventh, eighth round. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how undervalued he was. And now when you look at what he's done this past I'll say seven weeks, eight weeks, uh, or this week nine. So it had been seven weeks. His first week, he didn't do anything. So I think that's what people were expecting for him for the year. And now he's completely turned around. So talk about those two guys and what a difference they've made for this offense. Well, it helps. You know, it definitely helps. Um, I, I think the offense is just, you know, just watching it over this first half of the season and, and watching what it is, it, it, a lot of it's just taking what the defense gives you. 
And if yeah. that's on the outside and with those guys, look, you put the ball in DK Metcalf's hands, you know, he's just like an AJ Brown kind of guy, you know, or a Debo Samuel. You put the ball in his hands, he's always a threat to score just because of his speed, his size. He could throw guys off of him. Now he's also threat to fumble the ball. But, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and Tyler Lockett, I mean, he's one of the best possession receivers in the NFL. I mean, he'll, he'll run perfect routes and he'll, drop almost nothing now, i say that he had to drop last week with a ball i mean a perfectly placed ball by geno smith goes off kind of off his face mask but what's he do he makes up for it later on with a touchdown reception so um two very talented receivers obviously on the outside but i think this offense is just about it's about more than that and and if they're the the number one option they're open they'll get the ball and and do their stuff but this offense is so varied and and it's growing it's expanding it's creative which we haven't seen a lot here in seattle over the last 10, 11 years. So, um, you know, it's uh, it, it's humming. And, you know, DK Metcalf, he it looked like he was going to miss some time. Yeah, obviously he didn't. He played last week and played pretty well. But with his knee, it looked like he was going to miss some time. But even then, um, you, you didn't think this offense was going to take a huge step back, which is wild when you consider – you know, what a big superstar and presence that, that he is and how much the two receivers actually make, you know, compared to the rest of the team that's been left after this kind of overhaul. So uh, very, very talented. But, um, you know, it, I think it also can go without him, too. How many heart attacks is DK going to give people when it comes to the the, the the riding the cart to the bathroom and everyone? Thought, oh man, he's seriously hurt taking that cart ride. And then last, uh, you know, was it last week or the week before where he went down yeah. with the the injury and ended up coming back? So yeah, yeah, he's a warrior. Um, he's built different. Matt, yeah, the Cardinals are two point favorites in this game, dude. Um, you know, which I I I don't see why they're favored it, at all. You wait, know, real, real real quick, is is that? more disrespect to the people who don't believe in the Seahawks or more somewhat respect that these bet makers are giving the Cardinals that at some point their offense will figure this thing out. I mean, what do you think it is? Well, first of all, I'll show us here. I got my Hawks oh. plus one tenure on my money line parlay. <laughs> so now that sports gambling is legal up here in Washington. Um, yeah. look, I think I think there are a lot of factors. I think it's just the first of all, this is just a wonky series. I mean, you, how do you handicap the Seahawks and Cardinals? It's something crazy or wild or unexpected every single game. They're, you know, they're they're better here, we're better there. We turn the road game into a home game with the way that the the 12th man travels. Yeah, and look, I've made that trip several times it's uh I, other than the kingdom and central link field i've been to that state what's well, it's now state farm right i've yeah. been to state farm more times than any other stadium in in the country so um you know the the the, the away the away crowd travels and just weird stuff happens from what? the 6-6 thursday night game right to you know beast quake <laughs> 2.0 to was it josh mccown like twice beating Seattle in Seattle. It just, it's a weird series. But are, are, are fans a little like hesitant in Seattle to really buy in on this team still? Because I, and the reason I only ask is, and I'm not trying to oh, say we're this, having just, fun, man. Yeah, they're just enjoying it. Playing but, with house money. We're supposed to Smith's our quarterback. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like <laughs> the reason I, the reason why I feel like that fan base is a little half in is because traditionally, I'll just say it. I own eight season tickets to the Cardinal Stadium, and the Seahawks game is a pretty easy sell. It's not been an easy sell this year at all. Um, usually wow. there is a good traveling crowd, not to say that I sell to visiting fans. I'm just saying, ultimately, if you put your tickets listed online, 
they go pretty quick, regardless yeah. if it's Cardinal fans or Seahawks fans buying them. They ain't moving this year, and I think part yeah. of that's the Cardinals aren't good. But the other half is I, I want. It just makes me continue to question: like, is Seattle, like you're saying, kind of living this this happy go lucky? Yeah, yeah. We're 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 excited that we're we have the house money, but at some point the shoe's gonna drop. I mean, is right. that what you're waiting for? Or do you think this is gonna be able to continue the whole year? Well, I think I think there's a lot of folks who are waiting a week and going to Germany too. Um, okay, and so if you were like planning on uh, go to Tampa away game, uh, for like that that Tampa yeah, game, it's probably that one. It, like if you made your plans before the season, you weren't planning on this. So so I'd probably you know handles a lot of that. Uh, I do appreciate you and, and folks like you though that do sell your your Cardinals <laughs> tickets during Seahawks <laughs> week. Look, like I can say I've had many uh, many a, a party down there at uh, hey, down my, there in Glendale. My- Mine are on Westgate is my that's uh my jam uh right there, man. (laughs) Listen, listen, I I must say this so I can protect myself. My seats Uh, are on the Cardinal sideline. Okay. So I don't think Seahawk fans are buying my tickets, so to speak. (laughs) When I see the Seahawk fans come, they're sitting on the opposite sideline. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying I've sat pretty much everywhere there is to sit in that stadium. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, he's, he sat to buy uh, tickets is what he said. He sat to buy seats. Uh, Matt, what is, what is your final score prediction on this game? We do it with all of our guests, you know, when we go behind enemy lines every week. We get yeah. the final score prediction and uh, put it back. Well, before, so. before we get that score, Gunner, yeah. last week's guest, I mean, we're going to set some we were pretty dang high yeah. expectations for you right now. Really, really, really. Last week's guest missed it by what? One point, right? It was one like point. They, they yeah. said 27, 24 and it was 27, 23. So we missed it by That's one point. So good. close. Yeah. Oh, I'm well, going to start uh, betting on this. Whatever your prediction is, I'm betting going forward because <laughs> nice. it's going to hit at some point. Nice. Someone's going to get it right. I don't know. Kyler Murray. Boy, I mean, he's great in fantasy, but he's such a as as a quarterback of like a football team, and that's how we're looking at this. <laughs> that's what we're talking about, right? Just, like, <laughs> yeah, you just I I don't know, man. It, it, every time I watch him, uh, at least three or four plays just leave me scratching my head. So, I, I think that uh, I think the Seahawks win this game. Um, uh, I think they go in there. I think it's going to be a weird score just because it's a weird series. I'll say Seahawks twenty six, uh, Cardinals fifteen. Wow, weird score. Total. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For the Seahawks, okay. Cardinals got to be right. Yeah, I mean that's uh, what. The, the, the what? How do you get to fifteen? Well, you it, get, it would get, be, uh, two touchdowns, a one-two point conversion, or five field goals. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like okay. That. All right. He's thinking we're gonna still have offensive woes and have to have Prater kick all day. <laughs> well, twenty-six fifteen isn't even an option. I got twenty-six sixteen. Oh, you can't even bet 26-15. Oh, hang on. Let me hang on. Let me go to the CR. Because who in the right mind would would predict? Yeah, who who would take that? (laughs) 26-16. Yeah, there's no 26-15. All right, go with 16. All right, we'll go 26-16. That's plus 42,000. Nice. So a $5 bet will pay out 2100 bucks. Yeah. All right. All right. How much? 2100 bucks on a $5 bet. That's great. All right. So how are we going to spend your money this time? If you win? <laughs> every, every, every time he plays is one of these yeah. bets, we, well, we figure out how we're going to, we're going to spend Gunner's money. Uh, if he wins, I always nice. say that he's going to give a contribution to, to you or your favorite charity, yeah, whether it's your sure. favorite, favorite charity is your own wallet. But now, now Fox uh, had, now Fox spends a million dollars of Terry Bradshaw's money. Yeah. So Gunner, Gunner, are you putting up a million bucks? Is that how this is going to work? No, I, mean, yeah, <laughs> I will, I will spend a million dollars of your money. I, hey, I bet you will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I 100%. bet you will. 100%. <laughs> 
Matt, we appreciate you coming yeah. on. Uh, get your shill a little bit. Get your plugs in. Where can people find you on, on the internet? It's not Slickhawk anymore. Where can they no, find you? At Matt Mikolas. It's M-I-K-O-L-A-S on uh, on Twitter. Um, you can find me every week. I'm a contributor um, on the on the Mitch Unfiltered podcast cool. uh, at MitchUnfiltered.com or on Patreon.com slash MitchyTheKid. Right. Awesome. Well, Matt, we appreciate you coming on. And uh, if there's any hope that we make the playoffs and you guys make the playoffs and somehow there's a game between the two, we're not even going to invite those other guys from our brother <laughs> podcast. We're going to come, <laughs> straight to you, a man we can count on. That's right. That's right. And, and a man here. that isn't in, isn't too uh, taken in by the, the rivalry. You know, he doesn't have a problem yeah. talking with some Cardinal folks. So I got no problem you. with that. <laughs> We appreciate you, Matt, and uh, thanks, thanks for coming on the show. A lot of fun. Thanks, guys. Thanks, See you, man. Matt.